Hello, welcome to the Cali River Winery Expeditions. When you board one of our rafts, you can look forward to an exquisite selection of wines paired with a safe, relaxing trip down our beautiful river. My vintners and I believe our expeditions are the most romantic way to see nature's beauty while unwinding with an amazing glass of wine. It's like my grandmother used to say when she started this company, the wine can get you drunk, the river will make you wet, Spend some time with me, and I'll get you both. Wait, what the fuck, Grandma? I know it sounds sorted, but you'll be rewarded When at last I am given my dues And injustice deliciously squared Be Hello everyone, welcome to episode 253 of Three Sheets to the Mouse, where the podcast that likes to focus on the adult side of Disney, from parks to movies to dining, will cover everything Disney has to offer, including their drinks. I'm Mikey, and tonight I'm joined by the seltzer queen herself, Maria. Hello. And... I wish I had some kind of a descriptor because if I'd have just gone with and Tim, it would have sounded like, oh, he doesn't care about this guy. So, uh, well, I'm here the, the for cooking, wo- the cooking Wookie, Tim. By 253, that's like almost 500. You know, I was doing these notes literally five days ago, which sounds like show prep, but that's just because we pushed the show a date out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was I was typing that in, and I thought, "Holy cow! No, that can't. No, I've got this wrong. This is like 213. This can't be 200 and 253 actual episodes, not counting quickies. No, yeah, not counting part one, part twos from the early days. And we used to talk way too much. Yeah, agreed. L- listen, <laughs> everybody gave looked coast shit, but the boy wasn't wrong on his iTunes review. We get long-winded. Um, but yeah, 253 episodes, and Maria's been on for like 15 of them. We were just, <laughs> when you when you got on tonight, when you got on the call, I was trying to figure out how many I have been around for, and I think we figured I started on episode 178. We're going to need an independent fact checker on that yeah. because maria math is a thing it is and uh we're, we're gonna need someone at russell cole if you can get in on that you are you, you are the historian <laughs> and our head of recruitment <laughs> he's, he's already <laughs> typing in yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i see the three dots on the chat page yeah so he's 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 our librarian um how how many episodes has maria been on and then round it da- round it round it down or up, whatever makes it Round better it down. for me. How about just tell me how many I've been on? <laughs> well, why why do all the real effort on that? This is two hundred and fifty-two. Call it two sixty. Sure. It's not two sixty because we've only done two fifty-three. That's Mikey math. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the numbers are made up and the points don't matter. We like those kinds of shows. So. 
as, as yeah, we're all aware, I'm talking to the Seltzer Queen of the Northeast. Yes. Mario, um, I, I saw earlier today you decided, fuck it, I'm having ranch water at 10 a.m. Yeah. So what, what have you got this evening as we uh, begin recording? Uh, water. <laughs> no ranch. Hold the ranch. Hold the ranch. Just, Hold the ranch. Just water. No, I... Um... I woke up with the boys today, made a pot of coffee for Todd and I, and then we forgot that football was on. Today was the first uh, London game, so we, at like 9.30 in the morning, uh, football started, and it was about 10.20, and I was like, you know what? Can you get me a seltzer out of the, fr- <laughs> out of the fridge? And he's like, uh, Sure. I've been on a now, I've been on a cider kick lately though, because fall. Now, now is it when you say to your spouse, "Can you grab me a seltzer?" Does that sound like it has the same feeling behind it? Of hey, can you grab me a beer? Oh no, don't worry. He asked one of the boys to get him a beer uh, tonight. <laughs> he thought it was me in the kitchen. He goes, "Hey, you grab me a Blue Moon," and I walked out. That's not really a beer. That's, well. We're, it's not. And it's the light. You gotta put an orange in it. It's the light sky, so it's really not. Oh, it's a really beer. not beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's actually yeah, it's tinged but, but, water. But, yeah. But as far as your keto adjacent beers right. go, yeah. It's not bad. That that one I, I would drink that over the ultra. Yeah. Michelob. Ugh. No, thank you. So yeah. But that's just because I have a hard time pronouncing Michelob. It's got a CH, but it doesn't sound like. But Blue Moon sounds like it looks. It's not bad. But he did ask one you of know, the boys to get the Blue Moon, thinking if, it was if, me. If, if, the, if the guy from the Talisman book can pronounce it, then I'm in with there it. You go. I mean, we know he can say, say Moon. So. so, yeah, just water for me tonight. Well, that's but cute. I know. It, it won't have any effect on your spot. Tim. Thanks. Speaking of sober October, how are things up in Punxsutawney town? No, that's Oak not up. where we live, but I don't, I'm I, also I, drinking listen, just water. Everything I know about Pennsylvania, I learned from Bill Murray and his brother, that's, Brother Murray. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I'm just drinking water. It's, it's a good movie. Yeah, are you doing sober October, Tim? Soberish October. Soberish. Because uh, I know we're going to see you next weekend, so there's no yeah, chance of how I'm staying sober. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you cannot deal with Maria's kids sober. No. That's, that's a no, non deal with Maria's kids sober. I just can't no, deal with Maria sober. Well, you're right, because you can leave the kids there. <laughs> this is part of the reason why I started Whatever they do, you can just erase when you pull out of the driveway. <laughs> that's true. With Maria, you know you got to deal with that shit in four to five days. They were watching America's Funniest Home Videos this morning when I got up, and cackling like two old hens both of Wait, them which, laughing which, which, so hard like the bob saget no, or the new shit tom, with alfonso tom bergeron no it was tom oh. bergeron is alfonso romero not doing it uh <laughs> i thought he was doing is some I, of the afd stuff on? i don't know i don't know he replaced he did replace tom bergeron did he yeah, but thank, i don't okay. know so i'm not wrong running okay i don't know either yeah, why not? Carlton. Ramirez. Hey. Alfonso Ramirez? That's not Alfonso Roberto. Rem- Alfonso Roberto. Ribeiro. Ribeiro, no whatever. no in it either. 
I was I said Romero, Ribeiro. Those are fucking right next to each other on the keyboard. So I'm going to claim it. <laughs> what? That was an audible typo. What are you drinking, Mikey? Water. All three of us. I think this is the first wow, time that none of us have anything episode. to drink. Oh no, I, I I'm not doing sober October. I I hit I hit the I hit. I'm just hydrating at this point because my 2 p.m. to recording time was all all hands on deck for me. Nice. It is uh, the holiday lighting season here in Arkansas, oh. and I've got to get my shit together for the Halloween show, which goes live on Saturday. And I'm not anywhere near ready. Oh man! So it's it's a fucking it's a travesty. But I was three rum and cokes in when I was on the ladder at about 18 feet. So we're doing good. There you go. You didn't fall. Nope. That's a bonus. Well, I mean, yes, it is. Oh man! All right. Well, hey, speaking, and I'm going to segue this like a boss into holiday lighting. One of the last Disney parks that actually experienced a tremendous holiday lighting festival <laughs> was Hollywood Studios. True. And then they just fucking deleted it. They just backspaced it like it never happened. And we don't talk about the Osborne Spectacle of Lights. Mm. And we're not talking about the Osborne Spectacle of Lights, but we are talking about Hollywood Studios. So that's my segue. It's the best I got. Tim. It works. I'm going with it. It, it, it is my favorite park during the holiday season. So no, mm. I, I will say, as an aside, on my my Halloween and Christmas light show I do here at my house this year, I do have a small black cat that I'm doing in purple lights. Ooh! And in an homage, the Osborne Festival of Lights. It will stay up through Christmas, and every year I will move it to a different location. Granted, I have like a quarter acre of a yard, <laughs> so I can't move it that much. You can still move it, though. But in in, in Disney uh, fashion, the, uh, the 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 black cat will remain through Christmas, and next year it'll probably be thirty feet to the left. But that's okay. Um, <laughs> Maybe I'll put it on the fucking roof. That that that'll take some some apparatus. But anyway, uh, tonight, as we've done, uh, was it about a month and a half, two months ago, we did our our ex not expose, but our soiree, which this is French all of a sudden, into Hollywood Studios and kind of going around the same way we've done on Epcot, which with with our ultimate Epcot, let's let's kind of go area by area in Hollywood Studios, knowing they have like three four-ish maybe but uh, eh? six oh god are there that many i think so yeah 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 okay well fair you're enough. talking about like areas they... right okay yeah. it's okay here's my problem with hollywood studios it is as asymmetrical as fucking a rorschach ink oh. lot. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it does I have not a make any time. sense at all. You know what? No. A Rorschach inkblot is fucking symmetrical because that's how they're made. I can't. This just looks like a puke stain on a motel mattress. I don't know where anything is. I look at it from a top-down view, and there's no hub. There's no middle. Then they made Star Wars World, and it's like, shit. I don't know what's happening anymore in this park. I think as 
they change a few things because I think the next spot that'll get the the renovation bit is probably going to be Animator's Courtyard. So I think that when they do that, you might see more of like some causeways, like thoroughfares into other parts of the park because... Well, that was rumored to be happening before the world shut down. But right. it went on the back burner and we haven't heard anything else since. Right. Along with all of the other cool shit they were going to do <laughs> for yeah. the world. Oh. But what are we talking about tonight, Mikey? Tonight, we're going to talk about, I think, our, our last episode on Hollywood Studios, we talked about uh, Hollywood Boulevard. Yep. Well, actually, our last studios when we talked about extinct attractions. Okay. Well, I mean, but but I'm I'm, I'm kidding. Sorry, I'm getting a fucked up noise in the earbud, not working right now. It's all so right. Bear with me. It, it it sounds like a an orange taste. Um. So right now, uh, tonight we're going to go from the Hollywood Boulevard to the Sunset Boulevard, which you know. If you've been to Hollywood Studios, that's kind of the theme they got. Everything is Cali, and they, they want you to feel like like you're in uh, California, Hollywood, a la the golden age of cinema, like the late 40s, I would say. That's kind of the, the aesthetic you get as you walk down. That's the way things kind of look. That's certainly the way things feel. Uh, not the prices, but just like the overall feel of, uh, of visually watching. It's a lot of art deco. I guess is what, what I'm going with. So late 40s, early 50s, I guess. Uh, so yeah, tonight we're going to go with the Sunset Boulevard, which is based off the street in Los Angeles bearing uh, the same name. Uh, but, you know, the 1940s version of that street, not the 19-2022 version of that, that street. Uh, yeah. Now... When, when, when you get to Sunset or uh, Boulevard in Hollywood Studios, that's when you finally get what I would call, like, you know, when you go to Magic Kingdom, okay, you walk in, you get through the turnstiles, you get you get out there, and it's just like you look down Main Street and you see the castle. Like, it's, it's right there. It's right there. Like, that's the focal point. In Hollywood Studios, you, the focal point for the, the Tower of Terror comes down sunset or yeah down sunset boulevard right right exactly. that's what yeah. my note says okay so so you don't get that as soon as you walk in necessarily correct you you can peek it behind you know some some sight lines but it's 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 unfortunate you know used to you could walk in and there was the hat you and that hat he'll never live it down just, he'll, he'll never let it go I'll die on that hill. I will fucking die on that hill. <laughs> and you know what? 86 million people will help kill me on that hill, That's but I'll die on that true. hill. I mean, you can Got see the, the Chinese theater. Now, when the in. hat was there, you could. Well, now you can. You can see it. You have something to look at when you walk in. Yeah, yeah. That's a trademarked item, kind of, sort of. By the family that, 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 not the Grauman family anymore, but them people. So are you, so are you saying that can't be the park's weenie because... No, 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 it's no, no. A... I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. You can certainly hide your weenie. It doesn't have to be a front and center. All right. 
True. Play play the long game, Maria. Okay. I don't know how things are done in Pennsylvania. I mean, it's about right. So I guess I could say that to him as well. But you pl- play play the long game. Don't just no. You you can do that. I just I'm a hat guy. I'm a hat guy. I miss the hat. I understand. I wish the hat would have been anywhere else but in front of the theater. Because then it wouldn't get, wouldn't have been torn down. I guarantee you, it would not have been torn down. Oh yeah, it would have. It didn't. It doesn't fit the aesthetic of the area. It was no. totally out of no, place. No, but it ties right in to, to later on in, in in this episode. Okay. Um. So we're gonna cover Sunset Boulevard, all the ins and outs, ups and downs, and everything it has to offer. This is a tribute to Sunset Boulevard, but not the attraction. <laughs> this is true. Well, we think that the attractions need their own deep dives. And we were we were talking about whether you guys have done this before or not. And and I don't there's nothing in our episode list that would come right out and say like, "Hey, you've done a deep dive on we these." We didn't have a very good guy doing the episodes. I I put as together far, the episode I, list. <laughs> Yeah. A lot, a lot of the titles of the episodes right. really have nothing to do with what the episode's yeah. about. Right, right. So I was that guy. But um, oh, you were, <laughs> you were the guy. Yeah. For the most part, yeah. If the title has nothing to do with what, yeah, because that was just, yep. So I was. So even clicks and views, baby. Even if it's a just a repeat, you know, of information. Everybody knows a lot of the information anyway, but I. We feel like we need to, like, do right, it. Some why are justice. you already apologizing for the episode, I'm Maria? Not. We're, we're like not that <laughs> far in, and you're already like, oh well, stop me if you've heard it. <laughs> you know, eighteen minutes in. Uh, no, this is all new stuff. Yep, brand new. You haven't heard any of this on any other podcast or Disney Wiki anywhere except the one we got our notes yeah. from. Correct. Or just the general DVD, the Disney website. Yeah. Yes. So who's going first? Well, let's discuss that. Are we going to go with the? I don't. I don't even remember. The, I know what I was doing, but I think we got we got attraction. No. Uh, sh- shows. You have entertainment. 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 Food. Entertainment. And we got shopping. food, and we got and shopping. shopping. Yep. Um, I say we spend money first. Okay. Because entertainment's free. That's true. Well, you paid for it when you go when you watch your ticket, but it's not well, free. I mean, you got and mer- same thing with shopping. Included. You got to pay to shop. So that's true. That's you true. Pay to eat. That's right. That's right. See, I'm the budget-friendly experience. There you go. All right. So we want to do shopping first. Whatever makes sure. you finish talking quicker. We can do shopping first. That would be me. <laughs> be me finishing talking for you, fuckhead. <laughs> You're not going to shut up. We all know it. (laughs) All right. So. (laughs) Not letting this going. Nope. You're wrong, Mikey. You're fucking wrong on that one. Nope. (laughs) He's been trying to make me be quiet for 13 years. It doesn't happen. You know, there's a solid way to do that. Uh, This is a child. You will shut up for eight minutes tonight. This is a child-friendly show. We don't talk about that. Well, you wouldn't have had kids if you... Shut yeah, I've never done a child friendly show. <laughs> well, it's never too late to start. 
What does that even mean? I don't know. You know what? I'm no, the one that, that swears the most out of all of us, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, um, there aren't many... Uh, no, let me rephrase. There, there are not as many spots to shop on Sunset Boulevard as there are on Hollywood Boulevard. However, um, there's still a good amount of places that you can... Um, spend spend a couple bucks uh the very first one that you come to once you round the corner from hollywood boulevard to sunset is called legends of hollywood um so the building is made to look like an old school movie theater with a ticket booth uh at the front of the store which of course harkens back to sunset boulevard and white's named that um so in this store you walk in and the first half of it is a jewelry store so this is where you're gonna find uh pandora beads and necklaces bracelets anklets all of that stuff some rings some earrings um you are also going to find stuff from a company called bobble bar which I'm sure the ladies who listen and are in the group have seen Bobble Bar stuff. You guys might not. The two of you might not know what that, it is. That's, uh, that's with an A-U, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Bobble? Bobble Bar. Because I heard Bubble Bar. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Times. Bobble. And then my, my, my brain was doing the math in the back end, and it was like, hey, no. hang on. Uh, we, we think we've got this hieroglyphic solved. Yeah. It's a bobble. It's, um, they have very typically gaudy what I, what I would think of as gaudy it's it's bigger chunkier jewelry <laughs> and it's well, my like mom would wear. well no it's not like oh, yeah, it is. <clears throat> it's like mini mouse but it's like a dangly mini mouse and it's all done in beads yeah. um oh, yeah. and they're not they're not cheap some Ooh. of the some of their stuff I really like I think it's cute but I don't know that I would ever wear some of the items that they make, they, they are would you call it, chunkier. Would you say the style is bejazzled? Uh, it's a little, yeah. They're kind of like very no. sparkly, beady <clears throat> kind of things. It's, gram- um, it's grandma jewelry is what it is. It's, like it's what you'd wear when you go play a serious game of bingo. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know. It's, you got your it's own definitely... It's definitely something that you probably wouldn't wear outside of the parks. Like you put this on specifically to go to the parks in. I I, I don't know. And then they have um it's just not for me, but And it's know. the bobble bar. Bobble bar. One word. No alcohol involved. No alcohol. You'll need it to buy. Probably. Um okay. and then there's another company that I've never heard of before. It's called Chris Lou. And this is some more expensive items. So it's more expensive than Pandora and Bobble Bar. Um, So these are more high quality items with like gold or platinum settings, more expensive gems, stuff like that. But still not something that you would get in a typical jewelry store. Um, And then they... Are there items uh, Disney themed? Like yes. it's a Disney. Th- okay, yes. so it, it's higher in jewelry. Yes, 
but it's it's definitely Disney themed, so almost exclusive to being able to be purchased at that location. Correct. So I was looking okay. at well, I, mean, I was looking at some of the earrings. So they did they have like a typical pair of um like Mickey head earrings that you can find in most of the the um souvenir shops on property, but these were uh diamond. So, and I think it was 24 karat gold. I can't remember, 14 karat gold. I can't remember. And they were $200 for that pair, um, just for a tiny pair of, of Mickey head earrings. Um, but if you didn't want your costume jewelry. Correct. So if this you, would be the same yeah. look, but that's, but, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's real. Um, I guess, correct. So this it. would be more okay. of an investment. They would have, they, these are more investment pieces that you would, you know, that you would spend some money on. 250 I mean, the, I say investment. I always think of like an investment piece as like thousands of dollars. Yeah, I was going to ask you, never, what the hell does that mean? I would I mean, never listen. spend thousands of dollars in a theme park on jewelry. That's just me. That doesn't mean and, well, other and, people can't. On, on a single trip. But let's Correct. talk about the people who have the Pandora bracelets who over the course of. Right. Four or five trips, they're up to that number. Right. Well, because Pandora, my wife has to get a new charm Pandora every time is like, we go. Is what forty, forty to fifty dollars? I don't do Pandora, I would say so on the low end, you're looking at fifty to sixty okay. at least for one of the charms. For one, okay. And then on the high end, depending on what is, like for instance, on the uh, Disney Wish, you could get the Disney Wish inaugural set, which was three digits. Was that the bracelet <clears throat> with some of the beads, no. or was that just the bead? Uh, just the beads. Just the beads. Okay. But, but nine times out of ten, if you don't already have the bracelet, the bracelet's almost always thrown in for free. Got it. Because they don't make a dime off them bracelets. No. Like, yeah. their money is being made off of the, off beads, the beads you put on okay. it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um. So then they also have uh, Citizen Watches, which are definitely worth it i would say if i was going to buy something it would probably be a watch um and then they also have is it belova those yeah. are watches as well well that's how i pronounce it i don't know if that's right Maria, but that's what <clears throat> but i those are the it. more expensive ones so i mean I not the citizen of, I have, is cheap I have one but... of those at the house but I don't, I don't wear it yeah so those are really nice and then if when you walk into the other section of the store um it moves into more of like the standard apparel and then this is also where you can get some of the dooney and burke purses uh in hollywood studios so that also sounds like an investment piece uh yeah yeah those can be definitely expensive for sure because i've seen what my wife keeps in her purse and then i don't see any reason to put that yard sale into more expensive no yeah um when you go across the street then the next store that you are going to come to as you walk down sunset boulevard is called beverly sunset boutique this is all pixar themed items so and they tend to have them grouped by the movie or by category so like you have all of the Toy Story items. You have all of the Brave items, all of the cars, Monsters, Inc. and Monsters University. But then you have like the pin section and the plush section and the housewares 
and the t-shirts like they're they all kind of they group them by movie but then they also group them by item as you go farther into the into the store um i think that this is probably the one store that is the most targeted because you won't find anything except for pixar stuff in that store whereas the other stores are kind of a mishmash of a bunch of stuff and it's not it's not like you walk into this store and this is oh this is marvel or you walk into this store and this is star wars and you walk into this store and this is home goods like you'll find that stuff on hollywood boulevard but the shops on sunset are just kind of like everything they're not they're not very I want to say not organized because that's not the word I'm looking for, but they're not specialized. It's just kind of like, here's everything that we have. You could find it here. Um, I do remember that before the shutdown, they were definitely more of like a, um, here's if you want purses, you go into this store. If you want jewelry, you go to this store. If you want t-shirts, you go to this store. Um, and I know that after the pandemic and after the shutdown, some of that stuff changed. Um, so you just kind of walk in a store on Sunset and you can pretty much find what you're going to find in the next store. Um, except for... You get what you get I and know. you don't throw a bit. <clears throat> except for Beverly Sunset Boutique. That's all Pixar. Um, farther down on the right-hand side of the street then is uh, Once Upon a Time, which is where you're going to find um, some of the same stuff that you found at Legends of Hollywood. So this is apparel, and you're going to find more bags here. Um, again, stuff that you've already found on Hollywood Boulevard, not really a whole bunch of new stuff. You're going to find graphic tees, your spirit jerseys, your lounge fly bags, um, hats, sweatshirts, just kind of everything that you have already seen. Um, and then right next to the open air food court that Tim will talk about uh, is Sunset Ranch pins and souvenirs where you can get all of your pins, your lanyards, your pin accessories. Um, we tend to stop there and look when Todd wants to buy a pin. So we've stopped there a couple times. Do they have tabard crystals there? Uh, no. Okay. The only place you can buy them, I think, is in Galaxy's Edge now, right? I, I, I never bought them. I don't know. Only in but Galaxy's damn it, Edge if now. they were there, I'm sure Todd would have bought I'm one. sure he would have. And he would have gotten a red one. it would have been a black one. Yeah. Oh. No, it wouldn't have. It would have been a black one. It would have been a red one. Yeah. Yes. Uh, And then you have the saddest, saddest fucking shop in the entire damn park. And that is the gift shop at Rock and Roller Coaster. It's called Rockin' Gear. It's, um, it's pathetic. You, you, you will find it has some an identity crisis. It is so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. You can find uh, maybe like three or four different Aerosmith T-shirts that are the same like T-shirts that they had in the '90s 
you know, when they were actually popular well, or like the that, early 2000s. That's called vintage, Maria. Uh, it's, it's definitely vintage. I Yeah, I can tell you that. I don't know that they've ever... A- she says... Yeah, no, it is yeah, no, new it's, old it's, stock it's, is what it it's, is. It's, it, I think it's old new stock. <laughs> it's really what it is. At this point, yeah. Yeah, they've, they haven't reordered those t-shirts in probably quite some time. Because um, nobody buys them. Exactly. Uh, and then you could buy some drumsticks, which are probably not the best quality drumsticks. Um, I don't I don't think many hardcore serious drummers are going to be going to uh, rock and roller coasters gift shop to buy their drumsticks. But I mean, I guess you never know. Do you drum? Uh, I, like, are I, you an aficionado? I, I, do not, on... I can only imagine <laughs> that they are not high quality drumsticks. Do you have an experience with hardwood? Um, I, I'm, I can neither confirm nor deny that I have an experience with that. Uh, and then that's where that's where the theming stops. That's it. The rest... I, I, I have a hard time calling that even theming. I, like that. It's, it's, when I tell you it's bad, it's like now, now you're just going to find regular spirit jerseys and plushes and some hats that are just typical Mickey hats. Um... Uh, they do have a Disney bomber jacket that you can buy there. That that was interesting to to see in the store. Um, and you want that in the Florida, <clears throat> right? Feet. Exactly. Uh, lounge, again, lounge fly bags that have nothing to do with Aerosmith, of course, because why would you buy that? Um, yeah, it's it's so bad. Maria, there's still a lot of fans of Aerosmith out there. Ah. <sighs> They're too old yeah, to be going to the roller coasters. Home. Yeah, it's not. They're not. Well, you can check them out, Tim. If you're family, you can check them out for the they're, day. They're, I mean, clearly there is not a, a beckoning call. Not on Arts and Crafts Day, though. A beckoning call for a Aerosmith merch because there is none in the store. Except for a few t-shirts. I, it's, I, I don't understand why... We're holding on to this ride so much. I, I do not think that you would see an upcry if this was rethemed. You know, it's not like Aerosmith lawyers must be really good I, to keep this IP in the know. studio. It's just, it's just so in the dated. It's so dated. You could, you could rip that guitar out and you could retheme this to virtually anything. Anything. I mean that whole you area. You could leave everything inside the same, even the Hollywood marquee that you cruise under, right. and you could still retheme it to almost anything. I mean that whole area is has kind of like an identity crisis, but we, can, whole we can talk. If I'm going to, we're, we're being honest. Yeah, we, and we've had this discussion before, you Maria. That's true. The whole park <clears throat> has it's a hyper color shirt of a theme park. Yeah. Well, and then so then you go from the worst gift shop in the park to the best gift shop in the park i think but is it uh the tower hotel gifts which it, it, it is i fucking love this store i could spend probably an hour just looking at everything i would maria <laughs> i would like to spend an hour right yeah but usually after we <laughs> ride it my wife is walking to the joffrey's car mm-hmm and I just don't get that luxury to really enjoy everything that's in this shop because 
someone needs a strawberry sunset. I'm not blaming anything on Tim. I'm just pointing <laughs> a finger. I love this store. It's not only Tower of Terror stuff. There's Haunted Mansion merch. Um, <clears throat> there is some Nightmare, a lot of Nightmare Before Christmas merch in there as well. Um, you can get themed ears, tumblers, mugs. This is an incredibly themed store. And I think that it it goes to show that when you are given a, an idea to run with, if the if the attraction is themed, then the gift shop can be ultra themed because the best shop in Magic Kingdom is Memento Mori, and the best shop in Hollywood Studios is the Tower of Terror gift shop. So. I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that they do well with that kind of stuff. With the spoopy. With the spoopy. The slightly spoopy. So that's it. That's that's all the shopping on Sunset. There's not much. So if you had a hundred dollars to spend on Sunset. Oh, I'm going to Tower Hotel mm-hmm. Gifts. Okay. I'm, I am heading straight down. She's made that yeah. abundantly clear. Yeah, no, I'm not. I, I think so. I, you're I, right. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not stopping anywhere. I'm, I mean, I might stop in Legends of Hollywood just to check out the jewelry, just to see what there is. But typically, I'm not, I'm not an expensive jewelry purchaser. Now, I don't know which of the stores it is on the boulevard that has, like, like Disney dresses and stuff, but sometimes you can catch Disney dresses on clearance. Yeah. Um, I want to say that that's Legends of Hollywood, like the back part of Legends of Hollywood. Like, I mean, I, I think I've been in it twice, but I don't I don't look at the name of the stuff Yeah, because it's all a shop. Right. And like, all I see is debt. Very true. So. Um, but I don't know if since, because they shook everything up when everything closed down for the pandemic. They got rid of a lot of stuff. Um, and moved and, moved things around. And it was around. blamed on yeah. supply chain. Yeah, so, I'm with you. So I don't know exactly where those stresses would be now, but I do remember seeing them on Sunset before everything shut down. Um, and I don't know that I've really been back in those shops since everything opened back up. So I might need to go take a look the next time. In I'm hindsight, down. for what it's worth, you don't strike me as a dress kind of person. I mean, I wear them occasionally, but mm. not often enough that I would spend $100 on a dress. Like cruises you didn't go on. Correct. Kind of thing. Okay. You got it. So that's <laughs> it for shopping. Just just, just fucking with you. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I know. It's a good time. I, I, listen, I don't care what shop it is. I can spend all of the money at Disney. Doesn't even matter. I'll bring home every, every souvenir. Yeah. Doesn't fucking matter. Will I use it for anything? No. Will I get displayed? It'll sit in my suitcase for three months. But when I see it, I'm like, I think I want that. And then it comes home, and uh, what are you going to do with this? And if I don't, I, it's no, I got to have an answer. So it's yeah, that's why that that's why I'm not allowed to purchase. I'm allowed to shop. I can shop all day long. Yeah. It's just the whole purchasing thing that that's where that's where I get pretty solidly restricted, and for good reason. I can go into any store for two hours. I can shop yeah. like nobody's business. I, but I like don't, looking. Don't, don't but... give me approval to buy it. I will browse until I suffocate myself in just, you know, capitalism. 
and 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 it's it's a bad deal. So you know, I'm not allowed to shop unsupervised. I love it when Stephanie goes to work and I've got my own credit card because <laughs> I need new drill. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, Tim, let, let's talk about uh, food because I can also do that all day long as uh, well as really? eat on Sunset Boulevard. Okay. I, no. no, I don't. I don't. I don't pay attention to Hollywood Studios when I walk in there because everything I get is is always. You know what? No, it's not like the, I can. I've only at Hollywood Studios. I've eaten at Fifties uh, Prime Time, Sci Fi Dine In, and the Doc McStuffins Breakfast. That's it. That's a so, yep. interesting collection. And enlighten me. The breakfast was actually really good. <laughs> so, I would do. I would do Hollywood and Vine again. One hundred percent. It was a lot of fun. We did uh, their holiday brunch. Ooh, with Mickey, Minnie, Goofy. Yeah. Oh, see, see, I had pretty good. But, but see, you get Mickey, Minnie, Goofy. Ever I had like McStuffins and Jake and the pirate, and then like. I swear, Handy Manny's Disney, right? Yeah. See, I swear he showed up. Yeah. So, like, it was like people I've never seen before. And it was, yeah. it was, it was Disney, fun. The kids they got do, up and um, they danced. And the breakfast is good. usually what was. I don't know if it is currently. But was Disney Junior. And then the lunch and dinner was Minnie, Minnie and Friends. Yeah, Mickey waffles with the with the like the fruit compote. If they got the strawberry compote thing, just do yep. it, and, and and you're done. It's the best thing they got. Man. But the potatoes are good. Tim, what else is there to eat besides what we talked oh, about? Well, I'm mean, sorry. I'm sorry. It's like Marie said before. It's just basically an open air food court, and you start off with Anaheim produce, and this is exactly what it is. It's just a fruit stand. They got beer though, right? Well, they got margaritas, yeah, lemonades. Because I swear Mickey I bought pretzels. a beer specifically there. Yeah, they have Kona, Sierra, Nevada, White Claw, Schaffelhofer, and Angry Orchard Apple Cider. Yeah, I got the Kona. It's, it's typically gen. like the um, fruit stand in Magic Kingdom over by Liberty Square, but with alcohol. And then from Anaheim Produce... You have Rosie's All-American Cafe. And this is from Dizzy's website. Relished in the red, white, and blue spirit with American classics like an Angus cheeseburger, crispy chicken nuggets, and fries. Then wash it down with an icy Coke or an ice cold beer. I mean... It's basically... Yeah, it's, it's just quick it's, service it's burger joint. It's food. Yeah. Yeah. Is it only burgers, like no hot dogs or chicken candies no, or anything? they have chicken nuggets. Uh, there is a separate hot dog stand. They do have a hot dog on here, but there's another separate hot dog stand. They do have actually a okay. plant-based lobster roll. What? Yeah. I, I, is it, you know wait, what? Wait, wait. I can't even unpack that bag. Wait. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. Is it? Is it made no, from jackfruit? No, it's says marinated hearts of palm, celery, sweet apples, and creamy Old Bay dressing served with house-made crispy potato chips. Um, no, they didn't even try to put a, a pretend meat in that. No. No. Well, and that's kind of like the theme lately is they won't do like a veggie burger a is a veggie meat. burger. Yeah, but they won't do they they haven't figured out how to substitute seafood with a beyond meat, which I don't know that I actually want them to figure that out. It's 
sounds kind of gross. But Hearts of Palm, that would be interesting. I I don't know that I would try it. Um, uh, no, I would definitely not try it. The I will say that when I had the jackfruit, the barbecue jackfruit, that was really good. So if it was jackfruit that they had used, I might try it because I, I know what that tastes like. And it does have that same texture um, as lobster. But, so. there's, but there's a certain flavor that seafood has. Right. Like there's well, like a base. I would I would assume it, that know? there's some kind of umami seasoning that they would use on it. But that's interesting. Well, it's an Old Bay. But, I mean, this is Old oh, Bay seasoning. Yeah, okay. so yeah. it's, just, it's just it's Old Bay, which is seasoning you put. Because this is right. creamy Old Bay dressing, so it's probably mayonnaise. That's exactly yeah, what it I is. Don't know. Old Bay mayonnaise, maybe a little something. I, I, it, oil. Of, I don't well, know. I, probably Miracle Whip. 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 Yeah. Whip. I'm a Duke's guy, but yeah. But at least now at Rosie's, you have a little bit more choice for your alcoholic beverages. You have a Red Stag Black Cherry Lemonade. Ooh, I'm in. Yes. A Spiked Punch. Featuring Captain Morgan original spiced rum. I'm in. Okay. A frozen rum berry lemonade. I'm in. That's Bacardi Superior Rum, Minute Maid Premium Lemonade, and Strawberry Parade. Wow. A sangria with and a bunch, bunch of beers. So, wait, we can drink around Rosita? Rosie's. 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 Sorry. Just go with it. I mean, I think I think each of the spots in this area have. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. So, next up we have Catalina Eddie's, and on Disney's website it says cruise over for fresh hot pizza, zesty chicken Caesar salad, and more. Then satisfy your sweet tooth with a delicious dessert. Hot and cold drinks are also available. And from their menu, they have two different types of pizza: cheese and pepperoni. A Caesar salad with chicken, breadsticks with marinara sauce, and for their alcoholic beverages, the same thing as Rosie's. Okay. Okay. Disney, if one of your guys is listening, Catalina Eddie's. It they don't have to be great, but you need three offerings of wine, so you can just call it the wine mixer. That's all you had listed as. <laughs> On the on the menu, call it the wine mixer. That's all you gotta do. It's a flight. It's three different wines: a red, a white, and a fruit, like like a dinner, like a dessert wine. Okay, and just just call it the wine mixer. That's fantastic. You're 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 welcome. You will become internet gods just for that. Will Ferrell may show up and have it. <laughs> we cannot promise, but. Oh, shit, no, I can't promise. I'm just saying, I guarantee you my wife would end up getting it because she's a huge Will Ferrell fan. That is so for funny. For whatever reason. So I would probably get it. Next up is Fairfax Fair. Tasty family favorite starred an ensemble of entrees that also features specialty hot dogs, an assortment of beers, and our signature salad. A delectable dessert makes it a yummy ending every time. Now, for their menu, they've got a bunch of different hot dogs here. They've got a California BLTA hot dog. Tell me about it, because I'm, I, I like, this a weird. I'm, like, I'm like on a hot dog yeah. dick right now, and I need, I need to know so this about this. This is an all-beef quarter-pound hot dog topped with lettuce, okay. tomato, avocado, mm-hmm. applewood mm-hmm. bacon, crushed ranch tortilla chips, 
Oh. And house-made black pepper mayonnaise on a brioche bun served with pickled vegetables. Everything about that, I'm in, I'm in on. I'm in on 100% of that. That is not what I thought that was going to be. What did you think BLTA meant? Well, I thought it was like bacon, lettuce, tomato, and avocado. Well, avocado and apple and bacon. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, that's the so, best. It should be actually BLTA squared or BLTAA. Don't, don't listen, Tim. Don't mess up. You, hot you lost me at. Oh, it, oh, they're gonna mess up your hot dog. It's gonna get worse. I don't know. I, I don't know because I like a wiener sandwich, so I'm open-minded. So you've got a truffle bacon macaroni and cheese hot dog. It's an all-beef quarter-pound hot yep. dog topped yep. with savory macaroni and cheese and crispy applewood bacon, drizzled with mustard aioli and served on a brioche butter bun with pickled vegetables. I, what yep. the hell is yep. with the pickled vegetables? Every, oh, every hot dog that, served with pickled vegetables here. It gets that tartness. It's like you don't have to put relish because people are like, oh, God, it's relish. But you go pickled vegetables and nobody seems to care. That's oh, going to be like true. your your white onions and your red onions and maybe a little cucumberish in there and All stuff. Right. And you, I mean, that hot dog the other day from a local food truck, pickled uh, onions, and it was, it was just absolutely splendid. But that's just because the food truck at our fall festival fucking round of hot dogs he he didn't have anyone helping him so he wasn't refilling his grill and he just served them all and he was fucking out and we were like it's not even a thing go ahead tim so this is this is this is this place gets weirder as it goes along so you gotta press i am weird it's all beef quarter pound hot dog topped with apple braised sauerkraut onions drizzled with mustard aioli on a pretzel bread with pickled vegetables Okay, that yes. sounds good. I like that. Then a regular Brown. hot dog on a British butter bun served with pickled vegetables. Now, this is where the weird part comes in. Now, you, okay. for, this is a plant-based Chicago-style I'm hot out. dog salad. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Nope. Nope. I oh, don't even wait, know wait. that a hot dog is really even meat-based, so I don't even want to know about a plant-based version. Oh, wait. Because this is this the description is... Interesting. Romaine blend, plant-based bratwurst, sliced sport peppers, no. tomatoes, onions, house-made dill pickles, sweet relish, mustard, and poppy and celery seed brioche, croutons tossed in a neon green relish vinaigrette. Oh. So what happens if you walk up there and you say, <laughs> can I get that, but with a real wiener? Because I'm sure they would all, do it. All the, dressings, all the dressings sound okay, but give me real meat without that plant-based bratwurst. How can you even but do that? They, also, they make it a point of having the different allergy menus. So the gluten, wheat, allergy-friendly menu, it they just change out the bun. Same thing, but they change yeah. out the bun. Sure. Got yeah, you don't get the brioche. Yeah. The or pretzel. egg allergy-friendly is the same as the original menu. And a fish, shellfish allergy-friendly is the same as the original menu. Same with the milk allergy, and same with the peanut allergy, and same with the soy. Well, no, the soy. So whatever, whatever they're doing in the fake bratwurst has everything you're allergic to in it. Pretty much. There you go. Okay. There you fucking go. Park your, sell your Tesla. <laughs> there you go. And they have the, the two, the Red Stag Lemonade, uh, Black Cherry Bourbon, and the uh, Spike Punch drinks, and just the same beers. Now. Kona. Wasn't the Red Stag the 
the Red Stag Lemonade, what, didn't that used to be at the Joffrey's cart? Or no? Was it no, not? I don't think it was ever at a Joffrey's oh, cart. Oh, okay. I am wrong. It was bound to happen eventually. I, I, I mean, it, it I, was I, somewhere. <laughs> it is somewhere else in the park, but I don't remember where. <clears throat> it's. I not swear, me. it was at Epcot before they got their moonshine sour over there yes. at the Regal Beagle. Yeah. Yes, it used to be at the. Um... It was the only bourbon anything you could get in Epcot. Yeah. Whereas you could get all the scotches and anyway. Yeah. I want. I want to say you could get it at the the beer kiosk like the block and Hans yeah, or yes. something like mm-hmm. that you're probably you're probably right so last up that leaves hollywood scoops get the inside scoop of hand dipped ice cream and sundays don't miss the star of the menu the brownie sundae fat free no sugar added vanilla ice cream is also available and this is just they're looking on a menu that they have as a, a waffle platter uh, what? Yeah, Make a shape waffles served with fresh blueberries, whipped cream, and syrup. And they do have a cut water Bloody Mary or a mimosa. At the at ice cream? At the ice cream, yeah. Okay. That's... That is so weird that those would be the two alcoholic offerings in an ice cream shop. Interesting. The Bloody Mary the Bloody is Mary, the weirdest. Yeah. Mimosa, like, I, mean, I don't mimosa get will that go at with ice cream. all. And that's it for food choices on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It is. All the way my, around. My recommendation like is is go to the Joffrey's kiosk. Go to the Joffrey's cart. I'm in right. for like 80% of those hot dogs. I, I would say. All but the plant-based bratwurst. I would, get, I, I would, I would be get all over the rest dogs. of them. They do sound the... the um. The BLTA is probably what I would get. And then the, yeah. um, the mac and cheese one. Oh. I'd get the one, the one with the crowd on it. Yeah. I do love I get the crowd. But then I could again, get the mac and cheese hot dog crowd and, and pickled vegetables are, are basically the same. Like, I want to say the same kind of flavor profile yeah. and texture when you're eating it. So you wouldn't notice it. Um, but I... Maybe next time I'm in Hollywood Studios, I'll drop by and I'll and I and I will say, "Can I get that fake meat wiener, but with like a real meat wiener?" We've eaten at Rosie's before. I've yeah. Right. The last time I was at um, Hollywood Studios, we ate there because it was a Moonlight Magic, and we hadn't eaten at all, <laughs> so it was late and. I was with uh, Jacqueline and Antoinette and Amy, and Jacqueline was like starving. <laughs> she was like, "I need food." <laughs> I was like, "Okay," <laughs> and that was the only place that was really still serving anything. So we we got chicken tenders and hot dogs, and somebody got a burger, and that is what we had. We had theme park food. And sometimes the best food is the food you get when you need it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. It, Doesn't it was have not to be, listen, at, listen, at all. Nobody goes to Hollywood Studios specifically to eat at the quick service burger restaurant. No. No. So they exist like, okay, 
this person is highly inebriated and or just hasn't eaten all day to begin with. Let's just put some shit in their gut. Yeah, I will say it's it's definitely a uh, let's soak things up kind of place. Yeah. For sure. You know, Mexico can also be that way if you start in Canada. This is true. I don't know if Canada's that way. Poutine soaks a lot up. Okay, I guess I'm up next. You are. And I've got entertainment, which is kind of an ambiguous uh, descriptor for things because a lot of times entertainment and attractions, they kind of get lumped together and there's some crossover and some bleed over. And I I just want to say, most everything I've got does not require sitting down in a restraint. Well, <laughs> depending on if you like the entertainment or not, I guess. I'm just saying. Um, it, it, it's tough on some of the stuff to decide what's entertainment and what's an attraction. Like it's correct, and that that's always that that has always been my. My thing with Disney is what makes it entertainment and what makes it attraction. So here's Mikey's entertainment list of uh, Hollywood Boulevard. Sunset. Holly. Sunset. Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> Listen, they weren't very, you know, unique with their naming. No. So I, I, I get it mixed up. Okay. So um, down uh, Sunset Boulevard, which, by the way, was the first expansion of the then MGM Studios, which opened the Sunset Boulevard, opened in July 22nd, 1994. First major expansion of MGM Studios. I don't think I realized that it wasn't an original land. It was not. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Um, It opened with two outdoor amphitheaters. The uh, covered Theater of the Stars, which currently houses the Beauty and the Beast live on stage show, and the uncovered, totally open to all the elements, Hollywood Hills Amphitheater, which is where you will hopefully soon be able to enjoy the Fantasmic show again. Um, now, First off, much like our previous episode covering Hollywood Boulevard, Sunset Boulevard is uh, a known hangout, I guess, for the various streetmosphere characters that you will come across throughout the day in uh, Hollywood Studios. Um, if you've never been to Hollywood Studios, basically what the streetmosphere characters or actors are, this is a collection of costumed performers that are still stuck in the golden age of cinema. It's almost like being taken back 60 years. And you've got got stars, you've got starlets, you've got bigwigs, producers, you've got their lackeys. And they just, they travel around the different areas within Hollywood studios. And basically they get into some of their antics in the middle of the street and on the sidewalk. And they do their absolute best to drag unwitting guests into uh, their antics uh, along with them. Um, It's a lot of improv because if if you're bringing random people in, you've got to be on your toes for improv. 
and it's it is absolutely always funny whether it's what the uh the streetmosphere characters are doing to make it funny or just the reaction from the everyday joe blows that get dra- dragged into their their narrative with them it's it, it is always fun and it, it's absolutely worth stopping whatever you're doing you know your your fast pass or genie plus can wait 10 minutes just just watch enjoy it because you, you you'll smile when 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 you've got your your spreadsheet of all the shit you got to get done in a day i'm looking at you will pagano um <laughs> In a, in, a, in a theme park, just 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 take a breather. If you catch streetmosphere uh, antics happening where you are, just just take a breather and watch it. It's it's always good for a laugh. It's always good for a laugh because the unknown happens, and you really get a great appreciation for these actors and actresses that 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 just kind of roll with it because they're talking to random guys and you never know what random guy or gal is going to say and they 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 they, stay, they keep up with it it's it's great i have so much respect for for that kind of funny it's uh it's always good yeah, we always stop and watch anytime that they're out on the on the street i mean it, it's even if their their core dialogue is the same it's a different show every right. time because they have to <clears throat> adapt to what they've got well, sometimes they're out front of the park as well like uh- Although, oh, yeah. well, I've not although, seen that. I will say I have not seen that since they put the new turnstiles in, like the new security stuff in. Right. Um, okay. So they might not be doing that anymore. But I do remember seeing them once or twice, like <coughs> out in front, um, interacting with guests who were coming into the park as well. But yeah, they most definitely something that you should stop in. Watch. We've had them if, join us for lunch at Brown Derby. Shut up! Oh, that's so great. Yeah. They sat down and, and was chatting with uh, the one who plays Carlotta. Oh, uh, right. Oh, uh, the goat. The goat. And the Can other just, one. The goat. Oh, I forget her name, and I should remember, but though she passed away recently. Um, oh, the she redheaded was, lady. Yeah, she was Scarlet? also there. I don't know if that's her name. That's a pirate. Never mind. <laughs> but it was so much fun. That's That's great. Oh, that's, that's so awesome. If you would if you would spend five minutes watching the Jamiters in Epcot or listening to uh, the Dapper Dans in Magic Kingdom, spend five minutes in Hollywood Studios. Just appreciate what's happening. Because first first off, these folks are wearing many layers in that fucking heat. Mm. Okay. Just give them that. Give them that and enjoy it. Um, now, as far as uh, sit down entertainment the uh the theater of the stars which is currently where beauty and the beast is held um was a maria was a grand opening venue for mgm studios okay it closed uh in may of 1993 and was then relocated from hollywood boulevard to sunset boulevard and opened with the expansion in 1994 Oh, so they moved the entrance to it, right? I mean, the, yeah. I I don't know if they moved the entrance or if they moved a lot of it. Oh, okay. Like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good. That, that's a great question. And you'll uh, get back to me on I that will, one. I will. I will send <laughs> that up to my research group. Okay, great. And find out what what they say. Uh, they're drunks, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, but, 
be listening in the next episode. We'll come back to that. Um, now, this theater is uh, actually sometimes used for corporate events. It is a large venue that seats many. Um, it's also sometimes used for weddings, if if you're so inclined. Oh. It's, it's if you can't afford a wedding in the terrace up around the Tower of Terror, this oh, is your next best Lord. option. Because... If you listen, if you can't if you can't get the wedding at Tower of Terror, just just find a chapel, go to Vegas, because there's no reason to get married anywhere else in Hollywood Studios. Um, and it also gets uh, used for seasonal acts and other performances. And I'll, I'll kind of touch on that now. Well, I mean, yes, maybe now I will. Um, previous shows in the Theater of the Stars, and this is going back to the days of the MGMs when it opened. It had Hollywood, Hollywood, a star-studded spectacular. Lots of alliteration in that tile. And uh, it it had Mickey and friends, and they would take you on a tour through the history of Hollywood cinema from the 20s all the way up to the 80s. And this was done in song, dance, and some some little uh, asides and stuff like that. And a full cast of uh, characters and dancers and so on. Um... It lasted for about eight months, which is not a great run for an opening day production. Mm-hmm. Um, watching on YouTube, Martin's visits of highlight Tigger dances to Flashdance. Oh no! Which you you can you can you can you can take Tigger kind of stole the show show because he got the best music because his genre was the eighties. But yeah, the Tigger and Flashdance okay. also. Many, many coming out wearing only coins is interesting. Uh, what? Oh, you, <laughs> what? I'll come back to that. I'll come back to that. After Hollywood, Hollywood, Star Studded Spectacular, you had what, in my opinion, based on my very limited research, and I wasn't there at the time, you had the Dick Tracy show, which was uh, Dick Tracy starring in Diamond Double Cross. That ran for almost a year, and it came out at the same time as the Dick Tracy movie starring Madonna, Warren Beatty, and Annette Bening, basically the same year. It was about a 25-minute show, and it actually had huge comic book-style set pieces, uh, lots of great choreography and music and dancing, and some really good costuming and prosthetics, because... They tried to capitalize on the prosthetics used in the cinematic Dick Tracy movie by having a lot of those same prosthetics used on the henchmen for the villain Big Boy, like uh, Mumbles and Flat Top. Uh, But in addition to those, you also obviously had Dick Tracy in his iconic yellow uh, pantsuit and fedora and uh, old Breathless the the singer gal the the femme fatale as you were and, and basically the whole thing takes place around a, a playing their parts in a jewelry heist that happens i would have loved to have seen this everything i've seen about this it it just hits on so many points it looks like it would have been a great experience to have like live action right in front of you and a whole lot of fun especially with the when i say the set pieces look that they are are, are styled for comic book they look like they were just ripped from a comic book cell uh, and just brought to life right in front of you. They got the half tones, the circles, and it's it's great. I would have loved to have seen this. Do they, I mean, the, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube somewhere. 
Oh, right. Yeah, there, there, there's, there's, there's still videos of it on YouTube, and like I said, it looks the music is great, lots of singing, lots of dancing. Uh, I, I mean, I would, you know, in 2022, I would sit down and watch hmm. this. Be, well, I mean, just because it's, it's not like everything else. You right. See, yeah. I guess, but also it was MGM, and Disney doesn't have that anymore. So moving on. True. Next up, and this is all still before uh, the theater moved, you had Hollywood's Pretty Woman, which did not have Julia Roberts or Richard Gere in. Is that what it was based on, though? Not at all. Oh. It had Roger Rabbit oh. as a big-time Hollywood producer showing up at Hollywood Studios and Mickey Mouse and his buddies, pals, trying to impress him uh, to, to sign on to their show. And uh, this show ended up being a tribute to the women of Hollywood under the guise of Mickey trying to impress Roger Rabbit because this was uh, 88 or so, and Roger Rabbit, I think, came out around that same time. So again, Disney trying to capitalize on current box office uh, draw money, um, which, I mean, if they, I would watch it for Roger Rabbit alone. But... Um, like I said, the tribute to women of Hollywood. Trip, women of Hollywood? No, no. But I would also watch that film as well. Uh, women of Hollywood. The tributes included only the most respected women of the 40s, 50s, and 60s, like Judy Garland, Ginger Rogers, Carmen Miranda, Madonna. Um... Really? I mean, she was in that one movie with that guy in in like the early nineties. Yeah, Dick Tracy. <laughs> yeah, no, she, no, she yeah. was the one before that. But I'm she just was in the soundtrack of Dick Tracy. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying with all the list oh. <laughs> and Madonna, and you're like, okay, well, you know, there you went off the rails. Don't cry for me, Argentina. I guess. I... Um. Now, depending on where you look for information on this specific show, you have some Disney historical sites saying it opened at the end of 1989. And you have others saying it started in 1991. That's a two fucking year difference. So someone needs to get their shit together. Was okay? it that bad that they don't want Either... to remember what <laughs> when it started or when it stopped? Well, no, here's, here's why it's important. If it did indeed open in 1989, it would make it the only, only, capital four letters, only Muppets-themed show in Disney World during Jim Henson's lifetime. Oh, I'm oh. sorry. Did I not mention the fact that it had a human-sized Kermit and Miss Piggy singing and dancing during the act oh, as well? stop it. And that looks really weird. I'm just saying. I don't. Not Muppet Kermit looks stuff. I don't like it. But, but if it launched in '89, it would be the first, the only, the only anything with Muppets in it in Disney World during Jim Henson's lifetime, and probably killed him. I'm being honest with you. A life-size Piggy and Kermit? Li yeah, no, uh, I, no, I, no, no, no. A life-size Kermit would be rather small. This is a human-sized. Oh, Kermit. sorry. Human sites. Ew. 
Yeah, I'm just saying, even a even a life-size piggy would be okay. <sighs> but a human-sized Kermit. Yeah, no thank you. Like Mickey-sized, like walking around Mickey-sized Kermit. Who thought that was a good idea? It was the late 80s, potentially mm. early 90s. So, I mean, eh. eh. Now, in addition to all this mess, Minnie Mouse was also in The Pretty Woman, which I think was like the whole point about Hollywood's Pretty Woman thing. And again, she comes out dressed only in coins. She has two big ones on her chest and another one down low. Ew. It's it's weird. It's a thing they did, and they decided, you know what, this was weird, and then they brought it back again three years later. What's so, the show called? It's called Hollywood's Pretty Woman. It's got Roger Rabbit in it. Now, after that, again, it ran until 91, so it did go to the early 90s. Um... That's when Guest got the same show currently there, which is Beauty and the Beast live on stage. Uh, this show, it's been ongoing, and it, realistically, this show is only ever closed for the expansion of Sunset Boulevard, and then again during the COVID pandemic closure. So it's basically been going almost nonstop. And I'm not going to get in too deep on this. It's the retelling of the anime, retelling of not retelling they didn't change much it's the retelling of the animated story of beauty and the beast with pretty much all your main characters even your anthropomorphic characters uh coming on stage to performing they're singing all the greatest hits from the cartoon which is really what this is it's a sing-along if they wanted to epcot has the beauty and the beast sing-along hosted by lefou this is one you're familiar with, hosted by everybody you already know. Um, now, a lot of the songs are truncated to allow for the 25-minute runtime, so you're not going to get necessarily the full versions of all the different songs. Um, the show reopened post-COVID in August of 21, and it did reopen with some adjusted choreography that would accommodate the health and safety of the performers. So, maybe, maybe... Uh, you know, you, you you didn't you didn't have Gaston necessarily decking somebody like you did in in, in the uh, the previous performance, but maybe you did. I don't know. I haven't seen it since the first time I watched it, and likely won't see it again. I don't think I've ever seen this. Good. I mean, I saw it. Did you? Don't need to see it. Yeah, I've, I saw Beauty yeah, and the Beast it's... on Broadway. I'm pretty sure I don't need to go see this one. You know what? It, it eats people. And a uh, human-sized Lumiere and Cogsworth. Also, Chip and Mrs. Potts. So, because they have to sing their songs, they got to come out. You can't put a human in a four-inch tall costume. Mm, true. Disney hasn't figured out that technology yet. Now, during uh, Beauty and the Beast's closure, and then also a little after the reopening, 
of the park. The theater was home, uh, the Theater of the Stars was home to a rotating lineup of uh, musical performances, musical acts from other parks. So they would have a place to come and perform and still be gainfully employed. For instance, Mariachi Cobre from the Mexico Pavilion in Epcot would perform here. Uh, the Jamiters performed many times at this theater. And the Disney Society Orchestra and Friends performed all while Beauty and the Beast was closed, uh, figuring out their six-foot choreography. Other past shows in this theater, uh, and this actually fell during during the run of Beauty and the Beast. So I'm not, I mean, I, I, I remember when this happened, and I couldn't figure out if this was like during the day before Beauty and the Beast happened or during the evening after the shows had finished running, but the music of Pixar live oh. ran from <laughs> May to August of 2017. That, I mean, it, it's in I, so. I really wanted to see this. I, I did too. And I never it, this, got This to. would have basically been all the hits from all the Pixars. Right. Is what this was. Performed by a live orchestra right. with the, the costumed characters coming out for a little bit during their songs and also snippets and clips of uh, of the cartoon playing on the overhead. I say overhead like it's, you know, 1988 <laughs> and I'm in charge of on the, the projector. On the screen behind yeah. them, yeah. Uh, p- playing on the screen. Um, it, like, it ran for 40 minutes. So it was a lot of music. Yeah. And there's, there's just something about hearing music live. From a full orchestra. I mean, even, even, yeah, even when it doesn't miss a note from the theatrical recording, there's just something about hearing music live. And I would have really yeah. enjoyed this. I didn't get a chance to see this. I know a lot of our members in the group saw it. I think Matt Holmes saw it. it, it I, I really would have liked to have seen this. But yeah, me too. It, it literally ran from May to August of 2017. Like, granted, I understand they probably had their orchestra booked for a window, you know? So I well, get that. Well, and it's super but... expensive, too, because you're paying all of these people for a full day of playing their instrument. And, yeah. like, it's it's expensive. So I get it. So if we could... Listen, Stephen Cohen, if you're listening, just chime in with, what's the hourly rate? Like, if I wanted oh, to get... God to book someone for happy birthday. What am I looking at? All right, moving forward. March 2019. New shit happens in Hollywood Studios on uh, the boulevard. We get Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy. Holy cow, this is going to be great, isn't it? (laughs) Has anybody seen this yet? I have. I have not. I have. I think we might take the boys. It is a 10-minute sit-down show, so they got that going over Canada. It's got seats. Right. Um, oh, But much like Canada, it's mostly video screens and like a semicircle in front of you. But it does have a freaking amazing full-size animatronic of Lightning McQueen. The mouth, the eyeballs, the whole thing, the shocks, everything moves. It's t- it lists, I, I would love to get under the hood of this guy. And see what's going on. It's great. However, he just takes you through some virtual races on the screens in front of you. It's like watching someone else play some a game in VR. That's what you've oh, got. Oh, so here. the boys would You're love that because <laughs> that's all they yeah, watch. Basically, it's the it's the last scene of 
Uh, yep, great, beautiful tomorrow. What are we looking at there with that one? The Carousel of Progress? Carousel of Progress? <laughs> yeah, it's the Christmas scene in Carousel of Progress. You're watching someone else play a game in VR. Got it. Uh, he, he does the virtual races. Most of the cast shows up, and they're all on screen. The only actual character is the McQueen animatronic. Mater sings, and I don't recommend listening to that again <laughs> because it is Larry the Cable Guy. Uh, outside of, like I said, it's 10 minutes, and outside of this show, there is a meet and greet with a completely static model of Cruz Ramirez from Cars 3. No movie, no talkie, no blinky, no nothing. It's just, it, it's completely static. Huh. And Briefly, it's not there anymore, but there was the Ready, Set, Dance Party, which had an animatronic of DJ from the first Cars movie, that little uh, little, little car on the highway with the thump-thump speakers and stuff like that. You know, DJ, we got a, a nodder. You know, that guy who plays oh, the music. Yeah. He shows up, cranking out dance. To, he doesn't show up. He's always there. They just, you know, move a wall. Um, he cranks out dance tunes, and then you have some Disney dancers come out in checkered outfits and dance along to it. Kids and get involved. Uh, it's it, it looked hella awkward when I was there. Um, it was actually this whole dance party was an import from Cars Land out of Disneyland on the West Coast, <clears throat> and it's gone now. It ain't there now. You still got Lightning McQueen's thing. Uh, you still got crews outside. I don't think they have the dance party anymore, but. Not far from that is a place to get a shop and gin because I did it. Oh, really? Same. It's right there. Oh. It's a cart. It's a cart. Nice. But, but I got one. Um, so, now I guess I've saved the biggest for last. I thought you were going to say best and we were going to have fight it. We were going to have, have to fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've written most of my notes with Adam in oh, mind. So, yeah. the biggest for for last, listen, it's no secret that Disneyland's Fantasmic is superior to Disney yes. World's. But you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. Yeah. So um, Hollywood Studios does, <clears throat> will soon, hopefully, have a nighttime show. A nighttime, I believe they call it a spectacular. Oh, they, it's if, if 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 you read the verbiage, it's 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 something. I don't I don't. It's a spectacle. It's a, it is a spectacle, and I think that is the root of spectacular. It's one of the forms of yes. The forms of yes. Uh, it's at the Hollywood Hills Amphitheater, the open air amphitheater, the the Shakespearean experience, if you will, um, and it is fantastic. Now, I'm not going to get into the backstory of this show because that's an entire episode and a half, maybe three quarters, potentially two. Hmm. Um, so here, here's your here's your Cliff's Notes version. Oh, vir- virgin? Yeah. Yeah. Ain't no one poke this. It's the Cliff's Notes version. Uh, Fantasmic is basically Mickey Mouse's fever dream. It features many nods to the Fantasia film but mm-hmm. also manages to include a lot of the characters from Disney's animated classics during the Renaissance. And from what I understand, after the renovation, a lot of the new shit. 
they either appear on floats that travel across the man-made canal in front of the seating area, or they, they sometimes show up on stage. And um, e- e- either way, if you're sitting the first three rows, you're going to get moist. Uh, the moisture comes from the projections on water screens that lined the stage during the lighter uh, sections of the show. Uh, now, the Disney villains also show up in addition to other characters and princesses and princes and stuff like that. The, the, the villains make an appearance. Mickey slays a dragon. There's a fireball. Look, I... You've, you've probably seen it. If you haven't seen it, it, it go see it at least once. Um, there, there, there's a lot going on between all the characters and all the villains. There's a whole lot. There's a lot going on. I will say, I think it's, the, it's not, the snake, the the Aladdin scene where Jafar becomes yeah. the snake, right? Isn't that? I think that part is pretty cool. But is yeah. Like I said, and there's a lot happening here. Um, but it has undergone renovations. Uh, a lot of it, like they drained the man-made canal so they could get in there and do some work. There's a lot going on. Renovations, repairs, COVID hit, and they just pulled the plug on this bitch and just let the water out like it's a bathtub. You know? Uh, they had somebody's uncle sucking a water hose like you're moving your, you know, waterbed and, and they're just getting the water out of it. And those are the only pictures really we've seen. I think some work was done on the dragon, uh, which would be the Maleficent dragon. Um, it hasn't reopened yet, but they keep hinting and teasing about it happening soon. They've been doing tests on a lot of the stuff, a lot of the effects, uh, the lighting, the mostly fire <laughs> so I would expect it to happen if I honestly we are recording this on the 2nd of October I would expect it this month I would think they need something because <laughs> that's kind of like a I feel like Hollywood Studios has now become the animal kingdom where everybody was like, it's only a half day well, park. Yeah, like right now, nothing, neither, nobody stays. neither of them have a real nighttime spectacle right. show. You know, I mean, you've got Animal Kingdom has the tree, which is cool, but right. it's a it's a, a passing right. thing, you know. And I, I, are there still is, is there still a show happening right now at the no. theater? No projection show no, or anything. Nothing. Okay, well that's. Unfortunate because, honest to God, every Disney park should have some kind of an ending, a finale, you know? Yeah. Whether it's projections on a thing with a lot of music and maybe some flamethrowers, which is what you had at the theater, or even if it's just projections on a big-ass man-made tree that still looks amazing, uh, or if it's, you know, 800... LED light pucks on a golf ball at Epcot. It, it there, there needs to be a finale of some kind. Granted, Epcot has the harmonious and whatever happening, so there's still a, a finale there. I, I think you know you pay the price of admission if you're there into a park closing. There, I, I think every park needs some some kind of a finale, right. just just something. And, and 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 I know that that's just me complaining, 
because this is coming. It'll be back hopefully sooner than later. And I, I, I know the cast members want it back because I'm sure a lot of them had fun, uh, except the guy from Pocahontas who never could make the swing on, on the rope. Well, isn't that part? Seen that that part's not. That part got cut, did it not? Oh, I don't know. I just I just saw it happen the one time, and dude didn't make the swing. It was a bad I deal. Think, I struggled. think that was. He struggled to climb I that think rope. That, that was one of the scenes that is now no more. Well, then there you go. I know they're bringing in a lot of the new stuff. A lot of the new stuff. So, you know, I guess it'll resonate with the far younger audience. <coughs> far younger not like you know aurora or not aurora but who's that avalon chick elena avalor elena, elena. it's all a thing elena Aval- great show. i don't think she showed great up, show but you you keep I know. saying that but I'll i know keep not watching it and that is uh the old sunset boulevard in disney's hollywood studios we covered it top to bottom left to right except for the attractions yeah. Unless you count uh, Fantasmic as an attraction. No, I, I kind of think like the... There's no yeah, restraints. I think so the you're nighttime good. stuff, especially, would not be an attraction. Yeah. I think it... Well, I mean, it's entertainment. They're all attractions, I'll, but it's the entertainment form of, a, of an attraction. I'll say when it reopens, don't, don't, I don't know if Genie Plus has a spot for you to pick that as your Genie Plus option, but just don't. Just get there early, walk in, because if it's anything like the fast pass seating, your seating is shit. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they'll change that. Just, just get um, there early and, and I walk will say in. that that, like leaving Fantasmic at the end of the night is probably one of the most uh, nightmarish, anxiety inducing situations yeah. that you can find yourself <laughs> for in a for a parent yes we i remember yeah, we took, I've, I've mentioned this. Yeah, right well and imagine <laughs> like when everybody's taller than you as well like you can't see out of the crowd like i am surrounded I, I've, <laughs> I've mentioned this before we went in 2016 with my uh my wife's sister and her family my in-laws and her oldest daughter got a bit separated during the dismissal of Fantasmic. Oh, God. And, she, yeah, her, her, yes, my, my sister-in-law went into full-blown Jack Reacher freaking, it was a whole thing when she yeah, couldn't that's find her daughter. Ter- that is kind of terrifying. Meanwhile, about 20 feet away was a cast member holding their little light-up road cone completely vertical, and there she yeah. was. It, 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 they are so well trained and oh, yeah. fu- getting a separate I don't want to say a lost <clears throat> child but a separated child back to their parent after this like literally that's all they train on I would say because there's nothing else happens if everybody leaves there's nothing to do but if a kid gets separated right. that's the only time you realistically need to have a plan in place and that's what they train on and they do such a good job right. uh, it, it wasn't as soon as we realized she was gone it was just a matter of Go and talk to a cast member. Don't just stand around looking with your head on a swivel 360 degrees for five minutes. Find a cast member because you want to know where she is with a cast member. Yeah, good. And, and, it, and, and it went off. It, it, it was, that's just, it, it was, it was so well done. I can't 
speak highly enough. Granted, that was 2016. Here we are six years later. <sighs> I would I would hope things are going to be, I don't want to say smooth. Smooth would be there was no issues. However, you got to plan for stuff like this. And, and, and Disney does. Like, it's the bread and butter. No one goes to, well, the majority of folks going to Disney have kids. And, and if you've got kids, you want them to stay with you. And kids want to wander. Right. They see the shiny, and that's when they want to. So, you know, uh, it, it, it's they do their best. And in this case, it was minutes uh, instead of uh, panic-induced half hours. Right, yeah. So, yeah, and I don't know. But to, to your point, Maria, it's a flesh sandwich. Yeah, I wonder. It, it, it's being pushed into a sausage casing is what you're doing. I wonder basically. what they would do for people who have sensory issues, like, like someone like Helen, who does not do crowds well. I wonder if they would have him exit, like if we would exit a different way or if they would just hold us back until so that we could be at the end of the crowd instead of in the I, middle of it. I honestly think that would be on the front end a parental thing to figure out. Yeah, probably. Out. I mean, we would definitely, um, we would not try to leave with like, the mass you, exodus. I, I would say you know your son and you have options. Yeah. If you sit down front for a good view, you wait to leave. If you sit in the back for a shitty view, you get out yeah. early. And, and and that's, and I'm not, that, that, I'm not trying to sound callous no, yeah. about that, but but like when 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 it's time to leave, it's just it's time to leave. It's like it's like yeah, it, it's it's like leaving the this the you, you know the the stadium after a tractor pull. Everybody gets up and they walk out, and you just wait till it's your turn to make yeah. the exit, and then you keep waiting until you make it to Sunset yeah. Boulevard. Um, yeah. So I would say if he gets separated from you, because he's probably not going to be chatty Kathy with anybody who pulls him aside to try to assist him. Again, that's when I say talk to cast yeah. members. They've probably got earpieces and they can figure this stuff out. Yeah, true. Care of, so, yeah. I hope. I don't have any idea. Don't, no, I, don't no, take I think that, that as any no, kind I think of. That you've you've got it right. They do. This is what they train for. That's what that's part of what they need if to Old do. Old Navy knows what size underwear I'm trying on over their headphones. Surely the God Disney knows that you know this this child is looking for his dwarf mama so <laughs> you you'll never find her because you can't see nope, her you are correct <laughs> maybe you're the one that needs to light up maybe uh, i am <laughs> maybe i need to nobody will see it though because i'm so fucking short it's <laughs> everybody gives brazilians shit but realistically they're all five foot five That's very true so maybe it's just a necessity thing i don't know <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Tim, we're going to shut this down. Speaking of Brazilians, what do you got? Nothing. <laughs> I don't have anything for Brazilians. We don't like them in the parks. <laughs> See the yellow backpacks and the flags you run. Uh, but we haven't, I mean, knock on wood. Oh, no, they were there when I was oh, there in the really? summer. Oh, I have not seen a tour group in eons it feels oh there was oh, yeah. that and a bunch of the cheerleading groups well, were there I mean, they never go away <laughs> we had the brazilian tour group oh back. man they're not as big as they were yeah but give it, they're yeah, not. Yeah, give it time yeah give, give it time, time. Yeah. that is too funny they all gotta back. get gainfully employed again and they're gonna be back it's true i met with my old 
That's it? I'm sorry. Yep. I, I thought there was something else no. coming. Okay. Boy, this is going to, you're putting a lot on me for the last bit here. Maria? Um, we had 67 people just get welcomed into the group, I think, because some belligerent asshole went crazy on a Disney trip uh, over the past week, two weeks ago or something like that. He's been promoted. Head of I recruitment. I don't. I don't. I did. I wasn't aware that position existed. We created it for him. Oh well, that okay. So that's how it <laughs> I think works. so. It's like it's like you know you show up every day to the same coffee shop and just kind of like start doing stuff, and they kind of have to give you a job. I feel like that's kind of what has happened here. <laughs> I, I don't want the job. I just want my coffee for free. <laughs> Yeah, I'll ring people up and, and I fuck. I don't give. I don't care. I'll put a macaron in a in a baggie. I just I just need my my pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. So uh, Carly, one of our admins, uh, one of our OG sheeters, welcomed in fifty some odd, close to sixty people. Um, we have af- right after she welcomed people, we had another like ten or fifteen people join our queue. So um, I've got to welcome. Uh, yeah, we had thirty of them. I know, right? Leave, yeah, exactly. I um, so I've got to welcome a couple of people here here pretty soon. I I went through today and deleted the people that didn't answer the question. So if you're going to join the group, uh, please answer our four questions so that we may let you in, so that we. And if you get invited or added by a friend yep. and you're not aware of it and you don't answer the questions because you don't know um, and you get deleted, it's it's nothing against nope. you it's just we we, we need we, we just need everybody to understand what our our few and easy to follow yep. rules are to to be in the group so uh if you get kicked out come back answer the question yeah, absolutely and we'll let you in um all of them. besides that we have some fairly fairly soon adam is going to be posting stuff for this year's uh, Random Acts of the Holidays for Raw. Um, I would assume by the time this episode comes out, that will probably have already been posted. I know he wanted to do it sometime this coming week as of the time that we're recording. So check the page if you haven't seen anything. Um, And if you don't know what Random Acts of the Holiday is, ask one of us. We are more than happy to tell you. Um, And races... What's coming up? Wine and dine. Wine and dine is coming up very quickly, I believe. Uh, A Um, bunch of people are doing the marathon weekend. A bunch of people are doing springtime surprise. A bunch of people are doing princess. I'm I'm on the list. So if you are into running or fitness in any way, um, we don't... Or being, or at, being the at the finish line, line holding with beers. With beers. Uh, yeah. Right? That's, that's, I think that's where we really need oh, people. Yeah. <laughs> I bought so many beers. Not the pineapple <laughs> shit. Don't give me a pineapple beer. I'll drink it, but I won't like you. But mm-hmm. I'll drink it. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely something that that we do is meet people at the finish line. You don't Dude. have to be a runner to enjoy the races. We also well, run. some people run. <laughs> I I don't. A lot. Uh, listen, there's a lot more miles posted uh, in our three sheets to finish line Facebook group than than you would expect. Oh my God, I mean, so many. Some of these people are posting eight miles a day, a day, not like a week, no. Maria. 
this is on the dailies. And folks are like changing out shoes more often than I rotate my fucking tires. I know. It's, it's, you know what? You're all uh, psychotic. (laughs) But we love you for it. (laughs) We do, we do. Uh, Yeah, as Maria said, we got those other uh, major group sheet-ups happening here. The the wine and dine, the springtime surprise. Um, I don't know that anything official outside of springtime surprise has been planned, but I believe there are some other events on our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash three sheets that are being promoted by individual cheaters uh, that are taking place in Disney World, Disneyland, you know, just, just like wherever. And uh, there's always somebody somewhere. So just, just get on the group and you'll find someone to hang out with, grab a drink with, um, go running with. I mean, as there's, 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 there's no reason why you should do anything alone. Certainly in this day and age, and we do our best to promote a completely uh, happy and inclusive uh, group um, to the best of our abilities. Uh, that said, we're done talking to you, sons of bitches. Yep. So, um, thanks for listening. Episode 253. My word, that's a lot. I did the math. That's like five years worth once a week. Almost, yeah. And it checks out. It checks yeah. out. And we've got more episodes than that because we got quickies. We've got part ones and twos and A's and B's. Whew. If you're needing about, let's just call it 300 hours of audio to get you through something, look us up. Just uh, drink a lot on the front end and less on the back end. <laughs> but... But with that caveat, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we're going to go into closing remarks. Tim, you... Nope, you already did, you already did closing, closing remarks. remarks. Are these closings? Yeah. Okay. I just thought we were just wrapping things no, down. No, you already and, and did it. That's what I do. I just, I drag things on. Okay, well, hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. We love you all. This is not goodbye. This is see you real soon. So good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.